I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're listening to AI Audible, the new narrated article podcast from the Anfield Index podcast channel. Sunderland 2, Liverpool 2. I'm absolutely furious with you all. By Carl Kopak. Heads have gone. Absolutely gone. Liverpool drew 2-2 with one of the worst sides in recent Premiership history. And the people are furious. Come full-time, Twitter and Facebook became a modern-day version of George Orwell's two-minute hate. How typical of us to beat City and then not beat a Moy side. Good riddance, Lucas. That's the league gone. We'll never catch Chelsea now. I read these words on the night of the Sunderland game. That being the week where nobody really knows what day it is. And was frankly disgusted. No, that's too weak a word. Horrified? Appalled? No, that's not it either. Some combination of disgust with an added skip load of anger thrown in. I'm furious about this, AI readers. Incandescent. Before I tear into you, and I do mean you, it's only fair to say that there are different moods between the 2-2 then and the 2-2 now. The blood is up directly after the final whistle and... Statements are more sweeping and general in tone. I've done it myself, having left the ground and declared that a player, let's for argument's sake say a Norwegian left back with fiery hair, to be the worst player to ever pick up a ball in our history, and the game has been cursed since he discovered what it does, or something similar, probably with an added dictionary of profanity. Social media keeps these moments for posterity. After a few days later, when the context resolves into something resembling sense, we can look at things a little more dispassionately. I'm still angry though, not with the Reds, but with those statements, with you possibly. I swear to any available deity that we are the biggest and most spoiled gang of cry to stalk the game. Is that going too far? It wasn't the other night when dummies were being flung out of prams because we drew, drew, not lost, a winnable game. How typical of us to beat City and then not beat a moist side. Typical. We've beaten Chelsea, Arsenal and City, and that was a different kind of high, Everton. We've drawn against United and Spurs. Typical. We've lost two games this season. Lost one in 17. Typical. Teams lose games from time to time. That's the way of things. Well, all right, Chelsea aren't really proving that just now, but if they win every match between now and May, then they'll deserve that trophy. But generally, teams drop points. Even the great Liverpool sides have run into unlikely opposition and caved into the lower sides after beating the great and the good of domestic and European football. In 2009, we beat United 4-1, Real Madrid 4-0, and still managed to lose to Middlesbrough. 
Looking back further, we couldn't beat Leicester for ages for some reason. Equally, we once went 10 years without a win at Old Trafford. Steve Bruce's managerial record against Liverpool is downright freakish, pewless too. Burnley and Bournemouth are not as good as Liverpool, but in their 90 minutes they had more than us, thanks to a mixture of poor form or mental weakness on our part when it mattered. Again, that happens. Look at the last 20 minutes of the Bournemouth-Arsenal game for further examples. Heads go. It's only 90 minutes that matter, not the context of the league table. In 1989 we beat Crystal Palace 9-0 in the league, and then lost the FA Cup semi-final 4-3 to them six months later. You can live with games like that, well I can, if the surrounding fixtures are clocking up the points. Liverpool have just gone through the busiest time in the calendar and faced a derby, a bullying Stoke side, the richest team in the kingdom and a kick and run side 43 hours later. What's more, we took 10 from 12 points. Lost the title already? Talk sense. It's easy to sit back and say back in the 80s and offer it as some sort of wisdom, but here it goes. When Man City left Anfield with the points in Christmas 1981, Liverpool sat 13th in the league table. We won the league. In 1986, we were miles behind Everton and West Ham. We won the double. Okay, the game's changed, whatever. But this is the fittest Liverpool side ever. We run more and sprint more and chase more and press more than any Liverpool side I've ever seen. But it's practically impossible to do that less than two days after we've won a high-octane match, such as the City game. The Reds were sluggish in Sunderland, but still nearly won it. Frankly, I'm amazed we made it down the tunnel without the aid of portable oxygen tents and golf carts. Good riddance, Lucas. Really, must we? Yes, he gave away a free kick which led to their goal, but that referee couldn't recognise his own family in a family photo album with the words, This is your family, emblazoned across it. Sure, have your least favourite players, I've got mine, but it's a bit simplistic to blame him. He wasn't the one who attempted a star jump in his own box at the free kick, but Sadio gets a pass, as it's just one of those things. Lucas only has 10 years of loyal service behind him, after all. That's the league gone, we'll never catch Chelsea now. 44 points from 20 games? Yes, Chelsea are winning, but the whole point about leagues is that you can lead and throw it away. Hello, 2013-2014. And the best title races are the ones that are chased down to the wire. They have to come to us, and it only takes a Mike Dean or an Anthony Taylor mind melt for a win to become a draw, and we're back in it. What's disappointing is the level of defeatism, which greets a Christmas points total of 10 out of 12, including a 94th minute derby winner. If anyone was throwing the towel in with 44 points on the board with 18 games to go, what are they doing here? We've half a season to play. The bigger issue is just what the hell Liverpool were doing on the pitch at all. Arsenal played on Tuesday, Chelsea on Wednesday, so why can't we? What was the point of pulling out a side who had played so recently. Okay, City had the same issue and won, but they didn't have to travel to the northeast to do it. Klopp is right to point out that there isn't even the excuse of it being televised. Most of us had to make do with a lousy stream with a million adverts overlaying the screen where the close button is nothing but a link to 700 adverts. Is common sense even a thing these days? Don't even get me started on finishing a game at 7.30pm on New Year's Eve. We won't bother going back home to our loved ones if we don't live in the city then, shall we? Look, we're disappointed, but the lads were knackered and it showed. Those lost two points may cost us the league, but conversely, that gain point might be the one. The one. The one we need in May. This isn't over. It's not even halfway to being over. You don't surrender a war for the loss of a single battle that we didn't actually lose. We've got 18 more of them to come. We need to shout them home, not sit back and moan through frowns and folded arms. Preserve your stamina for the long haul. We're going to need it.
enjoyable rallying call there from Carl. I think most of us would be right behind the general sentiment of that piece. It is exciting to think that there is so much still to play for. And as I'm doing this one, it seems as if Chelsea have actually lost, which would have changed the tone of Carl's article even more, I think. Um, it's five points and there are 18 games. So if, like Carl, you find yourself thinking that this is a possibility, well, I'm standing right there with you. This is an exciting time. These are good days to be a red. So let's enjoy it and let's enjoy the hope it's not the worst thing in the world. It's not the thing that kills you. It's actually the thing that keeps you going. So let's be hopeful and maybe we'll be lifting that trophy in May. Thank you for listening to AI Audible. You can read this episode's article along with many others on AnfieldIndex.com. You can download our AI channel app on iOS and Android. And you can find all our AI Audible episodes on Twitter at AI Audible and on AnfieldIndex.com. 